This morning, I'm just going to bring a very, very simple word of encouragement to us. Um, uh, you've probably heard this sermon many times before. You've probably heard it several times preached to you in several different ways. Um, um, but I believe, and I, ha I have a strong sense in my spirit that uh, there are many this morning who just need to hear this. And that's why I'm just going ahead and preaching it. Uh, although it's a very simple message, although it's something that uh, all of us who've been in church for some time might have heard a message that's similar uh, to this. But I, need, I, I believe that there are times where we just need a word of encouragement. We just need God speaking into our hearts, just bringing encouragement to us. And uh, I believe that's what God's going to do this morning. So in addition to receiving the word of God, I want you to be ready to open up your heart and receive God's miracle working power to be released in your life through this message, through what you're here, about to hear this morning. You know, all of us face giants, right? We all face giants, different kinds of giants in life. You know, our, some of us may be facing a giant of sickness or disease that doctors say, you know, it, this can never be cured. This is, you've got to live with it for the rest of your life. Some of us could be facing a giant, you know, of, you know, having to find um, uh, that right person for marriage. And, you know, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger as time goes by. Uh, maybe it's a giant of financial debt. Or it's a giant of uh, just some financial need that's just pressing in on your life. Uh, it could be a broken marriage. It could be divorce. It could be failure, whether it's in your studies, whether it's in your professional life, whether it's failure in business. There are different giants that we face in life. Sometimes the giants that we face could be just other people who are just opposed to us, hindering us, maybe slandering us, backbiting, uh, coming against us in so many different ways. That could be a giant that you're facing today. Or it could be a character problem. It could be an addiction that you just find, like, I can never get rid of this. I've, I'm so addicted to this. I'm trapped. It seems like I'm going to be trapped in it for life. Whatever the giant might be, all of us face giants. But what I want to encourage us this morning is simply this, that no matter what your giant is, there is a God in heaven who is on your side and who can help you win. Amen. No questions asked, no arguments, no debates on that. There is a God in heaven who is on your side and He is going to help you win it. Win over your giants. No matter what it is before you, no matter how big it is before you, no matter how deep the feelings of hopelessness are that are gripping you, no matter how impossible the situation is that's staring you in your face, whatever you're experiencing, I want you to know there's a God in heaven who's on your side who can help you conquer your giants. You know, many times our experience falls so short of what God has promised. We know the promise of God. We know what God has said. But what we're experiencing is so far short of what God has promised. And the thing that's standing between us and the promise is a big giant. And you're saying, I don't think I will ever get there. I will ever get to what God has promised for my life. But this morning, I want to assure you by the word of God that God is more than able to help you conquer and reach the place where God wants you to go. Amen. Every giant can come down through his strength. So how do we face our giants? I just want to give us some simple things here on how do we face the giants? How do we press through until we see God's dream fulfilled in our lives? You know, the first important thing is this. When we face a giant, always remember, don't lose your dream. 
Amen. Tell your neighbor, don't lose your dream. You know, you either your victory or your defeat, even before it comes into your life, into your experience, is determined right here in your mind. If you lose it in your imagination, you're going to lose it in your life. If you are defeated in your thinking, you're going to be defeated in your experience. So don't lose your dream. Don't let the how and the when rob you of the what. You know, many times you're sitting down and saying, you know, how is it going to happen? How can I get there? How can I come out of this problem? How can I overcome this? You think, how, 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 how? And of course, you and I can't figure it out in our minds. And we many times allow the how to rob us of the what that God has for us. Or sometimes it's the when. You know, God, I've been waiting for one week. You didn't show up. You didn't do anything. God, I've been waiting two weeks. God, I've been waiting two months. And we allow the when to rob us of the what that God has for us. I want to challenge you this morning. Don't let the how and don't let the when rob you of the what that God has. That must not change. Keep dreaming. Amen. Keep that dream before your eyes. You know, you and I know the story of uh, the Israelites. And you know how they, they journeyed all the way up to the river Jordan. And they were almost uh, just a river across away from the promised land. That was the what that God wanted to give them. And so God tells Moses in Numbers the 13 chapter, 13 and 14 chapter, God tells Moses, Moses, you know, pick out 12 leaders, send them out to spy the land. So he chose 12 men, he sent them out to spy the land, they walked through the land, spent 40 days, they come back with the fruit of the land, and they say, you know what God said he wants to give us is exactly the way he described it. It's there, we, and, and, and it's just as God described it. But 10 of them said, you know, there's only one problem, there are giants in the lands. There's one thing that's keeping us from the watch that God has. There are giants. But two of them said, you know, yes, there are giants, but when in comparison to our God, they are like bread for us. Amen. If God's your partner, then you and I must attempt things that are God-sized. Amen. Don't attempt things that, are, that match your ability. Attempt things that match God's ability. Amen. And if God's your partner, don't dream according to your ability. Dream according to His ability. Don't let the size of your giant rob you of that kind of a dream. Many times we look at the giant. Whoa, my giant is so big, so I'll just reduce the size of my dream. And we try to adjust our dream. We try to adjust the what that God has for our lives, just depending on the how and the when. Don't do that. God's a big God. Tell your neighbor, God's a big God. There's nothing impossible with God. Amen. You know, it's not just a nice sounding phrase or a nice scripture that you underline a few times in your Bible. It's truth. There's nothing impossible with God. But we, you and I must have courage enough to dream God-sized dreams. Have courage enough to keep that dream even when your giant seems to get bigger and bigger by the day. The second important thing for us as we face our giant is to strengthen our faith. Strengthen your faith. Your faith in God is so important. Strengthen your faith. Hebrews 11 says this in verse 33, 34. It says, talking about the heroes of faith, it says, through faith they subdued kingdoms. Through faith they obtained promises. Our faith in God is so important because it is through faith in God that we are going to subdue kingdoms. It is through faith that we are going to obtain promises. Amen. Don't lose your faith in God. If Satan can rob you of your faith, he can seal your defeats. So don't lose your faith. Guard your faith. 
In Matthew, the 14th chapter, verses 24 to 32, we read about this situation where Peter stepped out of the boat and he started walking on the water to go to Jesus. Jesus has, had given him his word. He said, Peter, come. And as Peter stepped out of the boat to walk on the water, the Bible says he saw the winds, he saw the waves, and then he was very afraid. And then he began to sink. Fear displaced his faith. He began to sink. And Jesus, and he cried out to Jesus, and you and I know what happened. Jesus reached out to him and he said, Peter, why did you doubt, O you of little faith? You and I must learn how to feed our faith and starve our doubts. Don't, don't let fear get in. Fear is an enemy to your faith. Doubt is an enemy to your faith. Worry is an enemy to your faith. Keep these things out. Amen. No, fear would like to get in. Doubt would like to come in. Worry would like to come in. Worry is just fear and doubt working over time on your imagination. And you begin to imagine all kinds of things. But keep these things out. You need to guard your faith. Amen. Because it's your faith in God that's going to help you subdue kingdoms. It's your faith in God that's going to help you obtain the promises, as the Bible tells us. So strengthen your faith. Feed your faith with the Word of God. Feed your faith with you know, the testimonies of victory. Feed your faith with the promises of God and strengthen your faith. You and I know this, but I think we just need to be reminded this morning that no pit is too deep that God can't pull you out. No night is too dark that God cannot light up. No mountain is too tall that God cannot move. No problem is too difficult for, that God cannot solve. Amen? So there's no reason for you and me to be in fear, worry, and doubts. We've got a big God. Don't let your own words defeat you. You know, you're so worried, so anxious, so doubtful, full of doubt, that your own words are sealing your own death. Don't let your own words defeat you. Keep speaking your faith. Don't speak your doubt. Don't speak your fear. Speak your faith. Amen? I'm not saying, you know, live in denial and don't accept the, you know, the fact. Yes, you recognize the fact. You know there's a big giant, but you're speaking your faith because your God is bigger than your giant. Amen? So keep speaking your faith, else our own words are going to defeat us. And lastly, as we face our giants, I want to encourage you this morning to go confront your giants. You know, most of us tend to hide from our giants and we think the giant will disappear. Listen, God can't do anything with your giant until you go confront it. As long as you hide and do nothing about your giant, you're not giving God an opportunity to knock him down. I'm just so encouraged when I read about David in 1 Samuel, the 17th chapter, and the 40th verse, it says this, that when the Philistine arose and came and drew near to meet David, that David hurried and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. He ran out to meet Goliath. I mean, like he wasn't sneaking behind some rock. You know, let me see that. He ran to meet him. I mean, that just tells us something about the level of confidence that he had in his God. He went on head on against this giant, against the enemy. So I want to tell us that we need to confront our giants. Face it. Fight it. You know, don't hide from it because it's not going to go away just because you hide. It's not going to run away just because, you know, you're saying I'm waiting for God to do something. Many times God wants you to release that stone from your sling. Then he steps in and does his part. So I encourage us, go confront your giant, whatever it may be. Face it. Get the wisdom you need. If it means you have to work hard, work hard. If it means you uh, need to get some wisdom or counsel, get it. Be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. 
Because he can show you exactly what you need to do to face your giants. Amen. Problems are not solved by us running away from them. Got to face it. Run to the battle, not away from the battle. That's what David did. And God gave him a great victory that day when a little boy, when a young man killed the giant Goliath. You're going to have victory when you run into your battle because God's on your side. Amen. I want to close this morning with just this scripture from 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. It says, Thanks be to God who always, always causes us to triumph. Amen. I mean, it doesn't matter what the situation looks like. I can tell you, you are a winner. I mean, you might look like, hey, my world's gone upside down. But the Bible still reads, God always causes you to triumph. God has spoken. Let everybody else be silent. Amen. He will cause you to triumph. Just believe that. He always causes us to triumph. You say, but, but pastor, I don't know how he's going to do it. That's not your problem. I don't know when he's going to do it. That's not even your problem. He said, he will always cause you to triumph. So hang in there. Keep your dream God-sized. Keep your faith strong. Face your giants. Give God something to work with. Amen. I mean, get that sling out and keep throwing stones. You say, God, pastor, I've already thrown five. I missed. Keep going with the sixth, you know. But I read in the Bible, David needed only one stone. Okay, I know you're not David, but keep throwing the stones. Keep going. Give God something to work with. And he will cause you to triumph. Amen.